Welcome to Unsilent with your hosts, Dave and Brian. This is not another current events podcast. We're digging deeper, diagnosing, and discussing what's really going on today, how we got here, and providing observations for future generations. Welcome to Unsilent. We're Brian and Dave. We're hoping you'll let us know where you think we got it right and where we completely missed the point which you can do by visiting unsilentpodcast.com. Let's get into it. So, Brian, what are we going to talk about today? I think we're going to continue from our last week's conversation. Yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're kind of delving into this, uh, how religion and society and governance all kind of work. And I, I don't think we're going to get through that quickly. It's probably going to be a multi-faceted uh, conversation. So we'll kind of pick up where we left off. Um, real quick before we do, as Dave mentioned, you can go to unsilentpodcast.com. We'd love for you to tell us, we say like where we got it wrong, like we're trying to explain to somebody, you know, uh, 70 years from now, what this moment in time feels like. And if we say something that, that you disagree with, we'd love to hear you chime in. If you, if you have a different way of explaining what it feels like for you, we'd love to hear that. And you can, you can do that. Like you said, go to unsilentpodcast.com. You can also go to rumble.com and starting this week, the link to our rumble channel is right in the podcast notes. So if you're listening on audio and you want to watch the video or you want an easy place to comment, the link is going to be right in the show notes. You can easily do that. Um, also, uh, just kind of catch people up who weren't here last week with us. A couple of things that we decided that I think would be um, helpful is we, Dave and I kind of tossed around a couple of different things. And and one of the things we, we, we came up with kind of a, a workable definition of religion for the purposes of our conversation, which I'll get to in a second. I think it's important to note that we point out that not all religions are what do you call them uh, theistic or theistic. Yeah, they 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 don't all depend. Not all religions depend on the supernatural. Right. So you don't have to have a supernatural. You don't have to have intelligent design to have a religion. And as we've defined it, um, and I'll get to that in a second. You know that that certainly is true. We also kind of came to the conclusion that as it relates to societies and and religion and government, how they are all kind of intertwined. There's there's not a wide variety of options. You either have a God King like we knew in Europe in the 1700s and 1400s and 700s and whatever. And we also kind of see now in places like North Korea and China where the emperor or whoever's in charge kind of is seen as a deity and is very autocratic to say the least, or it might be a Politburo and they're seen as the ones who make all the decisions, but you know, that they would have more of a um, super, not supernatural, but but a superhuman impact on people's lives, right. I guess you could say, maybe. Right. Or yeah. you have the people that societies and countries like the example I used last week was Anguilla. You could also look at places like Switzerland where they're just relying upon everyone's good nature not to invade them. And they, <laughs> they they're just very passive in things and they don't they don't, um, you know, the, but you can't scale that. And right. you can't you can't try to you can't conquer anybody doing it that way right. for sure. Um, and I think it'd be a little uh, naive, as you and I have talked about before, that if everyone tried to be that, somebody wouldn't, and the person, the country who wouldn't be that way would just conquer everybody else. Right. So that's exactly. not likely to be how it works out. <laughs> so what Dave and I came up with uh, as I as, and I started out with this, and then Dave added a couple of really good points that um, just. Religion, as we define it, is a collection of beliefs, customs, norms, values um, with embraced, tolerated, and rejected behaviors 
centered around an explanation of our existence, our purpose, what happens when we die, and has a definition of evil. Right. And the and the uh, the explanation part of like the beginning and the end that seems kind of binary. Either you believe in intelligent design or you don't. I think that one of the things that is the most fascinating about this moment in time in the last few years for me is watching people who are atheistic, uh, cling to science to explain all kinds of things, now moving to this, uh, what's it called? The, uh, um, oh, the video game theory. What's it called? What's the, the thing? There's, oh, there's- oh that, that we're actually, yeah, that they're actually in a simulation. Do we actually simulation live in a theory? Simulation? Yes, that's yes. what it is. So yeah, exactly. They're, they're now promoting this simulation theory as a way to explain things, which <laughs> sounds to me like it would be intelligent design. Uh, you would have yeah. to have somebody yeah. create the simulation, <laughs> right? But the way they're presenting it is like this is not a supernatural being. It's just it's just more in a more evolved us. <laughs> right. They're like dancing around this thing. It's like well, you, can't, you kick the can down the road. You, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't give any explanation. It's just like we can't explain it. So the aliens did it. Right, 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 right. So, so the beginning and the end feels pretty binary. You either believe in supernatural intelligent design or you don't. That that's part. But the the part that I think is causing the excruciating discomfort for you and I right now is this definition of evil which yeah. I think we, we really need to dive into. And I'm going to ask you a couple of uh, things like how, how you're seeing that. But sure. one, of the, one of the just like super easy examples that jumped out to me a few weeks ago or episodes ago, you and I were talking about in the late 1930s, there was like literally Nazis marching in New York City. They, they, had, a, they had a gathering in like Madison Square Garden in 1939, yeah. I think. And, you know, of course, people were like appalled and like, what, what in the world's happening? This is ridiculous. But we we held true to our value of having free speech. And we yeah. basically said, like, as a, as a society, we basically said, yeah, it's gross. We wouldn't want our kids hanging around them. Um, but they have the right to free speech. And that right really matters to us. Yeah. And back then, our definition of evil was such that a pedophile would be put in prison. Mm-hmm. But these people who were saying heinous things could say what they wanted to say. Right. As long as they weren't harming anybody, they you can say what you want to say. We really value the freedom of speech. Exactly. Now, that's completely inversed. The pedophile is doing gross things. We want, wouldn't want our kids hanging around them, but we're not going to put them in prison. Yeah. But the Nazi, for saying bad things, they have to be locked away. Yeah, and, or, or anybody anybody who says uh, anybody who says a societally unacceptable thing. Uh, is has to be uh, excommunicated from society. So might not even be the Nazi. Might just be the person yeah. who says we think that uh, maybe babies are are babies before they're born. And oh, that's that's right. a heinous crime. Yeah. So Dave, how 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 have you seen? Like I give a, an example here, like the the pedophile versus the Nazi in 1939. That's completely inverse now. Like if you had right. the people who are at the you know had the controls of power. If they had unfettered ability to do what they wanted, uh, there's no question that that the pedophile would go free and the Nazi would be in prison. And and the Nazi, by their definition, not the old definition, by their new definition, a quote-unquote Nazi would be put in prison, which could be somebody who just is guilty, like you said, of like quoting – 
quote unquote misinformation, which could be something from the government's own website. <laughs> Just put it in a context yeah, or, that they don't like. <laughs> or it could be or it could be the Bible or it could be, you know, right. some, uh, some, you know, accepted Western work or something like that. So, I mean, really what we've come to is a place where we have. Uh, what I would call an alternative religion, sort of a, uh, it, you know, so humanism is essentially a religion, the, the exaltation of human feelings above everything else. And so yeah. the way our society has, has uh, evolved, if you will, <clears throat> is to put humanist values. In other words, whatever you feel, uh, you know, we, we don't call them pedophiles anymore. We call them minor attracted adults, right? So we've, yeah. we've elevated the human feelings above objective standards. So, so most religions have most supernatural religions, whether you take uh, Judaism or Islam or Christianity, or, you know, you can take the, the Abrahamic religions or, or most religions have some sort of objective standard that says here is right and here is wrong. This is bad. This is good. Whereas the the more humanistic approach to that says, uh, if this is you know has its roots in the sixties, if it feels good, do it. Whatever you yeah. feel is good, it's okay. Sex, uh, drugs, and rock and roll, baby, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, you know, Woodstock. Let's go to Woodstock, right? So yeah. the and, and really this this alternative that we're that we're presented with in our society today is that that exaltation of every human feeling, every human impulse, every human desire, every human emotion above uh, any sort of objective um, restriction on that. So, you know, in <clears throat> most religions have a moral code, most, uh, and, and in that moral code, it doesn't matter who you are, or what you feel, this, this behavior is, is a bad behavior and you shouldn't do it. Whereas the opposite exists to a great extent, if if the if the sort of humanist religion was the religion of the society unfettered, then that's what you get to. You get to uh, minor attracted ad adults instead of pedophiles. You get to, uh, you know. Uh, where where women there's no such thing as a woman if you feel like you're a woman you're a woman there's no objective right you know scientific basis of, of yeah, cr uh, chromosomes are no longer xx and xy that that's out that's yeah that's biology old, is bigotry thinking biology is bigotry right so you know in and and therefore Kenji, <clears throat> we should we should get that url before it's taken like we, well we can make some I, I, I didn't make that one up i i, I got oh, that one from somebody it. else but it's a, it's a good <laughs> we one had our yet. chance it's yeah, but but it really is. It, it really is. And this is the fascinating thing, because oftentimes in our society, we're told that religion and science are at odds with one another, that there's there's scientific fact and then there's religion and it's faith versus fact. And the reality is that that the lack of religion has brought a lack of objective reality. The, the, so the objective reality of, as we're just talking about, a man is a biological entity and a woman is a biological entity, that is a, a scientific fact. It's, it's an objective reality. Whereas yeah. uh, the, the, the humanist religion throws away objective reality in favor of humanist in favor of feelings in favor and my truth is what i feel so your truth yeah. might be gravity brian my truth is not gravity i can fly you know it's that's right. an absurd example and there's plenty of, yeah. of absurd examples to show why this is untrue but that's really the the irony of this idea that religion and science are at odds with one another because one is factual and one is faith-based well and i would i would just say that again going back to how we've defined religion 
the, the behaviors you're describing is somebody who believes in a religion. Now, again, it's an atheistic religion. Yes. But when we talk about there's uh, it's a set of customs, norms, beliefs, a.k.a. faith, right. values, that kind of stuff. If, if you're if you're in a a let's just use Christianity because the, the country was more or less founded on, on Christian right. beliefs. Right. If you're if you're if you have a Christian outlook on life. And I don't mean like a practicing, you go to church three times a week. Right. I don't mean that. I mean like you you generally accept Christian values. Right. Which in 1939, I would argue that most people in our country did. Right. Um, or or Judeo, Judeo, traditional Judeo-Christian values, what we've talked about a lot, of, or I've said a lot on here. So back then, the, the predominantly that's what people had. They had faith in something bigger than them. Right. Well, the person you're describing who says biology is bigotry they still have faith. They just put their faith in another person or a government entity or a bureaucracy or a, a they greater than them right. that, that is telling them and they should have faith in what that entity or person or group of people says that disregard what your seventh grade science teacher told you about XX chromosomes. Right. That's all nonsense. Of course you can be a woman and have children if you just decide that you want to and you were born a man. Of course that's how it goes. Of course the guy who was a man six days ago or you know six months ago um, when he buys tampons, of course it's the same as a biologically born woman. Like of course it's the same. It's like that's, that's – you and I look at that as nonsense. They, they have faith in a thing, and so that's why I say that's no less a religion – than the person who goes to church every Sunday and believes in Jesus Christ. Right. Well, and, and in reality, they're in, in some cases, not even a faith of something outside themselves. It's a faith that whatever they feel is the ultimate truth is. Yes. So, so they become God. So if I feel it, right. it's true because I feel it. So feelings become God as opposed to any kind of uh, objective outward uh here's 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 where the world came from here here's these explanations for origin destiny and the and the the reality of evil so so it's 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 again it's if it feels good do it that becomes god as opposed to anything that would constrain me and it's it's fascinating too if you look at at the current um sort of uh uh societal angst that we go through much of it ends up being around sexuality so, right. so the, the ultimate, you know, you, you can say as a human being that the strongest drives that we have are often sexual drives. And this is then what becomes the, the motivating factor around a lot of the societal controversies. And the reason that a lot of the societal controversies say that traditional religions that restrict potentially a certain sexual activities or certain, you know, proclivities, uh, shall we say, would be, would be viewed as the enemy. Right. And when you and I were talking or like when I read, we started off last week with me kind of reading a definition I came up with. I didn't I didn't look up in a dictionary. I just kind of thought about it. And like, here's a definition that I would come up with. And it and it talked I talked about like there are embraced, tolerated and rejected behaviors, three yes. different categories of behaviors. Again, the Judeo-Christian in 1939 would look at that sexual activity you're talking about and reject that, or at least right. say it's not acceptable. Like right. people are people and they do things that we don't like and right. we're all human and we make mistakes, et cetera, yep. et cetera. But that's not the ideal. And now people look at 
your minor attracted adult, which of all the things that have come around in language over the last few years, that may be the one that just pisses oh. me off the most, oh, but insane. whatever. Yeah. Um, now the restricted behavior is us doing something to stop that. Yeah. We, or- we restrict the behavior of saying you're, you're a douche for doing that to say the least, like stop doing that. And, and not only, and not only um, restricting that, but thinking that it's wrong. So yeah. sin in the past has been, in most religions, has been doing something wrong. Uh, you know, in the New Testament where there's a lot of, you, know, you need to control your mind because your mind right. can lead you into sin as well. But then that the exact sort of mirror image of that, uh, the doppelganger of that exists in society now where if, if you say, well, the minor attracted person uh, is is got some mental illness problems. Well, now you are a sinner for saying that, for disapproving of the minor yeah. attraction, or or whatever it happens to be. Or if you say that there is an objective reality that defines men and women, now yeah. you for saying that are a sinner. You can't. It's thought crimes. You can't think these things without being yeah. falling into their definition of evil. And that same person, though, would likely I would you know, get speaking in generalities here. So don't email me, whoever. And like, <laughs> I know a person that's not like that. There's exceptions yeah. to everything. But sure. generally speaking, that person who would say it's a sin to think poorly of that minor attracted person would not have any problem um, thinking har- harshly of a Bible thumping going to church Christian. Right. Like no problem right. with that. Like that person is okay to to criticize. That person is okay to judge harshly. That person is okay to to say that their behavior is wrong because their religion is different than mine. And this is one of the things I think really we talked about last week briefly. And that it but really matters is it, it's important for us to understand. I think that not all religions require a god. Right. And just because you're atheist doesn't mean you don't have a religion. You have right. faith, you have customs, you have norms, you have accepted and rejected behaviors. You have a definition of evil, which, by the way, would probably be that practicing Christian today. That would be a person exactly. who fits in the classification of evil. Exactly. A competing religion. It, you know, religions right. have always been competing against one another. You know, the, 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 the great competition of the last couple thousand years has been, uh, has been, uh, uh, Islam. It's been the, uh, among the, uh, Abrahamic religions, Islam, Judaism, yeah. and Christianity. So you had Islam competing with Christianity, pushing into Europe and Europe pushing back with the crusades to, and so there's, there's been these competing religions. And now, now, however, the competing religion really is this, what I would call, uh, humanism versus, uh, uh, standards based, you know, religious, uh, societal outlook. Uh, and, and, yeah. but it is, but you're right. It's, it's no lesser religion because it has the, the components of standard religion. It, it has a set of beliefs. It has doctrines. If you violate those doctrines, you are a sinner. So, yep. you know, the, the, you know, uh, minor attracted or a big, they might call you a bigot, not a sinner. Yeah. Which is, yes. Different language, same thing. Right. So yep. you're, you're, you're a bigot and you're, and so therefore you're a sinner. It has excommunication. Yep. There's the whole cancel culture thing that we, we talk about. So no, you can't be, you know, we're, we're not going to take you over to the Spanish inquisition and, you know, pull your fingernails out, but we're certainly going to cancel your job or make sure your advertisers all go away or whatever. So it has yeah. all those same components. Well, I wouldn't jump to conclusions yet, Dave. I think that in the next five years, <laughs> we might be seeing we might see fingernail pulling. <laughs> too optimistic, um, I know. And, and I think that the 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 one of the things that that I see as ironic is I agree with everything you just said. 
this is just a different religion. Yeah. And the people who have this particular religion see themselves as superior to those who have traditional Judeo-Christian religions, sure. like biblical kind of sure. religions, which goes right back to the story of humankind is either your tribe did something to my tribe so bad that I have, I have justification to do what I want, or I am superior to you and my tribe is superior to you for whatever reason. Could be God told me so. It could be I have right. a better religion. And therefore, it's okay for me to do what I want to you. This is exactly the same thing as the Muslims fighting the Jews. It's exactly the same thing as the Christians fighting the whoever in, in 127 AD. Right. It's exactly the same human behavior. These people with this new religion, as you and I have defined it, with a, with a definition of evil, an explanation for where we come from, what happens when we die, and norms, faith, beliefs, values – they believe their religion is superior to ours, and right. therefore they have justification to do whatever the hell they want to us. Well, in this, if if we want to put this even in the sort of modern international uh, conflict arena, if you look at the nations like China and Russia and a, a number of other nations, like let's just take China versus America right now, the China doesn't view itself as 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 a communist nation as being evil. The way that they view themselves is that. Who are you, Americans, to interfere with our internal uh, affairs? They view themselves right. as being – what we do to the Uyghurs is nothing to do with you because the state is all. The state is the religious yeah. entity. And since the state is all, you Americans who are saying that we're bad people because we're treating these people or those people or the other people wrong, you're bad people for thinking that because we're just doing what's necessary to further yeah. our state religion. So they don't view, yep. so we look at that and we think human rights, human rights, that's much more important than the, than the advancement of the state. And their, the value is exactly, and that's what's likely to lead to another war. If there's war in Taiwan, it will be because of that, because they view this is our place. You have no right to interfere with, you know, what they call Chinese Taipei. It's, you know, it, yeah. this is our place. And you are morally wrong, you Western countries, for imposing your values upon us. And they believe it just right. as strongly as we believe that human rights are important. Two different religions. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think that, that that's part of what, you know, I enjoy about doing this podcast and, and the reason for it is for me is that these things all seem like the new thing. You know, the people who are, <laughs> yeah. who are saying like, you know, the green new deal is the way to go and wind and solar energy should replace, replace fossil fuels and, and anti-racism is the cure for racism. Like these people who say this stuff, their behavior is no different than the Romans trying right. to conquer the Celtics back in, you know, 47 BC or whatever it was. Right, right. It's exactly the same behavior. My God and my religion are better than yours. Therefore, right. I can do whatever I want because you are the sinner. You are evil. You're the bigot. You're the whatever, fill in the blank. Yep. And therefore, I have justification to, to, to do what I want. And it's also interesting that all of the belief systems are ultimately ancient belief systems. So, right. if, you know, we can look at, at pantheism, the idea that, that all is God and that nature is God and that, uh, and, and we can think that, well, 
you know, the, the current environmental, you know, climate change, Green New Deal, all of that. It's all brand new. It's all science-based. There's always been religion that has been based around this idea of Mother Earth, Gaia is right. in, we, we have to protect. And so th- there's a religious element to that. There's, there's plenty of people in, in that particular religious bent, the, what I would call the Green New Deal religion, who, who would say, well, you know, and, and they say this, they say that, that, well, humans, we're a blight upon the earth and earth will be much better off when we're all gone. And whereas the, the more traditional, you know, Judeo Christian, Islamic, et cetera, religions say that no human beings are the pinnacle of creation and are over creation. So there's two competing religions even there. So it, it yeah. doesn't, and, and they're all, every one of these is, is ancient, has been around for for time immemorial for thousands upon thousands of years and the conflicts just kind of get relabeled and you know it's kind of like the uh, it, it's kind of like when my I came home and one day and my kids are wearing bell bottoms I said you're wearing bell bottoms no dad these are called flares we just rename flares, right? old things into new things <laughs> yeah. and ha- how dare you yeah. call this you know the anybody the uh, Greta Van Thunberg would would say no you can't call me a religious person what are you talking about this is all brand new it's all science based it's just a re- hash of things that have happened over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And that, and that's the, that's the part that I, that is, is I think at the root of a lot of this stuff, when we talk about changing values and how right. we went from 1939, you could be a, a, a Nazi marching and people would like think you're the worst kind of person possible, right. but we're not putting you in prison. We are locking away the pedophiles. And now that's completely inverted we right. just hope our kids stay away from the pedophiles. It's kind of gross, but we don't want to, we're not going to lock them away like that. It, it's just, it's 180 degrees, but that's likely the way it's always been is we always, the grass is always yeah. greener. We talked about this last week. The grass is always greener and we always want to dominate others. Right. And now, therefore we're going to use only four, four, four ways to do that. Either we agree coming out of the gate with how things should go. Yeah. I'm going to try to convince you. I'm going to try to trick you or I will force you. I'll That's force the you. only four ways I get you to do what I want. Now, the, one of the things I think is important to say in this conversation too is how, well, everything we've said is an accurate description of where things are at. I think it's also important to say that there are certain things that are objectively, I mean, you know, if you value objective reality, there are objectively yeah. better than other things. And so therefore- I've heard that that's going on in 2024, but in 2023, <laughs> there's still some of us that are okay well, with for, it. For, for now, maybe there's a few objective things still left. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> eventually when you violate the laws of the universe for too long or the laws of human nature for too long or the laws of science or the laws of right. sociology and, and, you know, there, there is a way that the universe actually does work. And so therefore, and this is, this, this is one of the things that could get me locked away. All religions are not equal as a result of that, yeah. because some ideas are just really bad ideas. It turns out yeah. that you cannot deny that, that one of the fundamental ways that humanity keeps going is because men and women get together and they have kids and they raise them together. It turns right. out that that kind of arrangement perpetuates the race and an arrangement yeah. that eliminates that as a high value is a bad idea. So it's, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that there's, you know, everybody has well, to do it exactly that way. Here, here's what I will say is the irony of this is Kenny G will look back at this and say, what a bunch of morons. He won't know any of these people because they will have not reproduced. Like, <laughs> like right? they, 
they they literally like evolution will take care of this because the religious people, the traditional Judeo Christian, you know, whatever uh, what we used to call religious people yeah. will procreate, and the new people with a new religion who are getting gender reassignments, things like that, uh, will not procreate. And therefore, they they won't have offspring. That, it's sort of Darwinian. I read of this. It's kind of Darwinian, isn't it? Survival of the fittest, so to speak. Well, well I wouldn't. You know, I, I don't know. Is Darwin? Are we still allowed to say Darwin is? He's probably okay, right? Because he's he was kind of anti-religion, wasn't he? Well, you know, D- Darwin Darwin just didn't have enough information to really make enough uh, enough uh, okay. uh, enough of a conclusion yeah. about his uh, about yeah. his theories. But you know, so other- I guess they might argue that we will evolve and and people will be born with both uh, sets of genitalia, and when you turn sixteen or whatever, you can choose which one you lop off and which one you keep. Well, see, so there you go. I was about to say that maybe maybe in the future this whole procreation. Thing will be passe and kind of gross. I read sci-fi novels about that, and everybody will be born out of a lab in a dish, and you'll go in, you'll say, "I yeah, want that, one with that, red that hair really and blue utopian. eyes." I, I really, I'm really excited for that. that well, I mean, you know, I hope, I hope food has no taste, also, and like, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, transportation is just beaming from one place to another where you can't enjoy the drive. I, right. I, you know, like, like, let's just be more efficient and take the fun out of everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's an efficient life. <laughs> so, so. When we talk about values changing, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. We're not talking right. about um, simple things, and that's part of you know, again, putting ourselves in the in the space of kind of a Anne Frank during World War II hiding in the in the attic for however many years. I don't right. I don't remember the story well enough to know how many years it was, but but chronicling what the moment is like, and you know, for me as being a person who was really harsh on those people, like how could you be the person who lived next to Auschwitz and never speak up? And and now going through a version of this, we're not to a point where it's anywhere near as bad as yeah. that for sure. Yet I think I think that you know the likelihood is we will. Yeah. Um, because the, there there's there's nothing else. There's nothing to stop this other than um, enough people revolting. And when that happens, there will be conflict. I just I don't right. see I don't see a path that doesn't involve some version of that. Right. Um. But part part of what I hope Kenny G understands is he looks back on our era. And and probably would benefit me to look back on Anne Frank's era and the people who lived next to Auschwitz is just how overwhelming this is. Like this yeah. is not only is it a massive shift. Like when I talk about like the the Nazi and the pedophile, like that is an a shift that if you would have told me in 2011, like hey, this is what's going to be like, I'd be like, there's no way. No like way, yeah. we would we would have maybe joked about it, like yeah, these guys are a bunch of morons. Yeah, they probably would like that, but it, but it would not have a there would not be a sense of reality to that. It would right. just be like not like okay, nobody's gonna push it that far. Nobody's gonna go that far. Like right. that's crazy, but that's that's is what it is. And not only is it that crazy, but you're the idiot and you're the bigot and you're the sinner. You're the whatever exp- explanation or uh, descriptor you want to use. You're the problem. Right. Right. Well, in in part of this, I think part of what happens, part of what why this occurs at this particular societal moment, is because when a society becomes so um, so uh, successful and affluent that it can uh, it can detach its uh, behaviors and beliefs from what caused it to be successful as it is, then, then you get a whole variety of, of new ideas. You get, you know, uh, there, there's just all the various and sundry things that we look at when we look at these things and we think, 
this this is it makes no sense. It's illogical. It's irrational. It's right. it's dumb because can't you see that the natural outcome of of this uh, way of thinking of this way of believing that the world is is going to lead to the destruction of of the way of life that allowed you to believe this thing in the first place. So yeah. you know, I, I think one of the things for, from Kenny G's perspective is when a society, and this goes to other discussions we've had, when a society gets to the point where it's so successful that there is virtually no consequences for believing, for the entire society shifting to believe things that would have never allowed the society to come to be in the first place, then you know you're on the cusp of a major, major disaster, major societal disaster. So if in, in, in this society, uh, we, we cannot continue, uh, as we are with, you might call traditionalists and uh, whatever you call the, the, the lump of everybody else. Yeah. We'll have to come up with a, new, a catchy new phrase for the new religion. Yeah, no, we can't call them deplorables because somebody used that before. Uh, so that's I, taken. Yeah, deplorables.com is probably taken. So yeah, we'll, probably we'll have to come up with some other. I mean, whatever we get, it has, we have to be able to get the URL. That's that's yeah, the rule. That's so right. we'll, we'll have to figure exactly something right. out. So that, I mean, that's that's really uh, that's really the the you you think well, why have all these um, rather bizarre things arisen? And that's really why because of our our own success has allowed people. To believe and behave things in, in in certain such ways that it we never could have done that a hundred years ago and survived till today, and so there will be a reset. I mean, so there will be some kind of you know this will come to fruition, and there will be focusing moment uh, when it all when you can't think in these weird ways anymore and still survive. Yeah, I wonder about that. I, I don't I don't disagree. I, I, as I'm thinking through again, using Nazi Germany as the as the parallel, and imagining that very much like what you and I are experiencing today, there came a point where if you didn't agree with putting Jews in, like taking their belongings, taking their everything they had, and sending them away, right, you were the problem for not going along with that, right. But what led to that for them was not affluence; was it was the opposite that their company, well, was, their country yes. collapsed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I wonder if it isn't just a just a function of a a colossal the grass is always greener. We always have to be thinking of we always what we don't what we don't have. We always we're rewarded in economic terms and um, influential terms on on coming up with the new greatest thing. Yeah. And so at some point we that reaches a point of absurdity where the things that we want that we don't have are like they're kind of silly, but. In our case, like to be to be the influencer, nobody's nobody's you know okay. So to put things in perspective for Kenny G, you know, four years ago, five years ago, people would go to webinars. They would go to an online class that was an hour long to learn how to do a thing, how to build a website, how to how to write a, a in business terms like how to write an ad for an email that you're going to send out or whatever. It could be how to bake cupcakes, whatever. Like there's. Um, and and you would get people to join, go to those classes by selling them on this new great idea you have that's going to make their lives better. Well, right. at some point, the the new great idea has to be the, the problems are solved. So you you have to create new problems to solve that people aren't aware exist, in which to be the influencer yeah. and the problem solver and the person who has this vast vast wealth of knowledge and this super smart person yeah. who everybody should listen to. You have to 
have to help them understand they have problems they didn't really understand, which in some cases might not actually be legit problems. You might have to conjure things up that aren't really right. there. Well, and I, yeah, that's a good point. See, that's that's a very good point because I think one of the things that – one of the components that always happens in in all of these scenarios is whether it's in an affluent society or whether it's in a desperate society like like uh, the Weimar Republic was in Germany after yeah. World War One is you, you come up with somebody to blame for your troubles. And yeah. even if you have no troubles – so the United States, you know, there, there's no perfect society, but, you know, we – live currently in still the most affluent, uh, you know, I mean, even homeless folks have, they're in terrible situation, not to downplay that at all, but they have cell phones with, you know, more information on them than the kings of the earth could have gotten a hundred years ago. So we, we're, we're in a situation where uh, we're, we're objectively better off as in on mass as a country than any other country in the history of humanity. And still yeah. we need somebody to blame. So, right. and the religion I, I think helps that, that early on, you and I talked about this, like to get where we are, we, you, there had to be a boogeyman. There had yeah. to be a scapegoat. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that that does tie into this religious piece that you and I talk about. We're again, not a theistic religion exclusively. Right. But religions have a definition of evil, a.k.a. the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. And if you have one that people either are agree with, can be convinced is correct, can be tricked to believe is correct, or can be forced to believe is correct, you have the necessary components to – to do the thing you want to do, which is take control. So yeah. whether it's a fascist government like we saw in Nazi Germany after the Weimar Republic fell apart, right. or it's it's other you know communism, it doesn't matter. You have in Red China they had the the traditional old ways was the boogeyman or whatever right. the old the old people uh, in many societies. It's the ultra wealthy who are the who are the problems right. or the boogeyman. And all you need is people to, to buy into that, and that solves your definition of evil problem. Right. And it is a religion that takes over, maybe not just a God-centric religion. Right, exactly. Well, and, and that's why – that's also why I think that goes to the point that uh, that human beings are necessarily we, – we're just this way. You can say we're designed this way or we evolved this way, whatever you want to believe. Yeah. But we are necessarily religious creatures. We always have that need for the for that basic framework, that basic paradigm, that basic worldview that defines those things. And so whether you're in a, in a collapsing society or whether you're in a hugely affluent society, you've got these things that, that are going to come up and they may or may not be grounded in reality. So a lot of what is happening yeah. now is not grounded in reality a lot of what's happened in a lot of these you know uh it, it play uh, you know the confucius was according to mao a very bad guy you know he, yeah. he was not now they're trying to rehabilitate him in china now she is but but you know they, they they will find somebody and something to blame and it usually is going to be something that has perceived power so in yeah. nazi germany the jews were perceived to be the the wealthy the money grabbers and yeah. all that kind of stuff Yep. So that's they, what we they tricked have. you out of your money because they had the banks and they had the successful businesses and that right. there's no way that was natural. They they must have been up to shenanigans they to be that successful. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And so that's so that in every one of those scenarios, it's that religious paradigm playing out again. And the the challenge for society is to find one that helps perpetuate the society that helps that's closest to reality. 
I mean, you know, I, I think if this is why for me, it's important for me to continue to examine my religion to see does it comport with the way that the that the universe is created? Does it does it make yeah. sense? Is it is it or or is it or the components of it that are just this kind of human base level behavior that I got to avoid? Speaking of human base level behavior, when you were talking about the things that we want, I, I just kept thinking you're describing a toddler. We want freedom. Yes. We want freedom. We don't. We want to be taken care of. Right. Yep. Right. And we want to control things like. Like you're describing a, a you're describing the terrible twos. Yeah, <laughs> you're describing yeah. a preschooler. Like like we we tantrum we don't get our way. Yep. And and uh, we we want the freedom to make mistakes without consequences, and we want to know we're taken care of. Like no matter what we do, somebody's gonna love us in the end. Like whether it's God or yep. or Mother Earth or or we'll be remembered as being the the smart people who who revolutionized the way fossil fuels are used or. Right. <laughs> Well, and so, what, so what you're really saying, Brian, is we never grow out of our toddler years. <laughs> Fundamentally, yeah. we never grow out as a society of our toddler years because those those it, needs a, are there in a in a collective sense, a macro sense, and a individual sense. Yes, I yeah. I am saying that that we are we are all fighting fighting collectively and individually our inner toddler. Hundred well, percent, I'm saying that. And so that then goes to the need for societies to be healthy to have a healthy religion. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and I what I what I was when we were talking about this earlier. I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of this. And and that, and that is the word balance keeps coming to mind for me. Sure, sure, right. It, it, like you said last week, like you would not want to live in a society that was a a hardline Christian the theocratic or um, uh, theologic driven government. Right. Right. Like that would be out of balance. Like right. that would be, it would be too much of a good thing. You might argue, or some would argue <laughs> be too much of a good thing. Right. Um, just like I wouldn't want to live in Syria right. where, you know, or places where they have a, a, you know, hard fisted or hard, hard, heavy handed approach to, Islam. Now, right. does that mean all Islam is bad? No, absolutely not. Uh, right. There's there's people who are fantastic, wonderful, absolutely. loving, caring absolutely. people who do wonderful things with their lives who believe in in that faith and that religion. Right. Yep. Um, there's always too much of a good thing. Again, all these great ideas have been around for thousands of years. This exactly. is one of them. Exactly. Uh, and I think this this is what we talked about. Like, one is the definition of evil that has changed, and we've talked about that. But the other is how we deal with people that do not comply with our norms, our customs, our whatever. And like right. we said last week, no matter what society you create, with 350 million people, somebody is going to be out. If yeah. you have a society where, where being straight and going to church is the norm, then gay people who don't go to church are going to be out to, to some degree. Yeah. Now, the, the, the question then is, how do you treat those people? Do you imprison them? Do you do you cancel them? Do you make it so they can't get jobs? Well, I guess in some extreme cases that probably did happen, yeah. but oh, that yeah. was generally frowned upon. Yeah. It was not the norm of the culture to accept that. Now what we're seeing is the heavy-handed religion where if you are not in the in crowd, if you if you are the person who goes to church and you are the person who believes that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and and the the family unit matters more than the career and things like that. Right. You are the you know, one who's out in this new religion and there will be heavy consequences for you. You better get your shit together and get on board or else. That's right. 
And and it's not the same as it was in 1943 uh, Mississippi, where it happened in the cloak of night and things like that, and people wore hoods and stuff. These are the most influential, outspoken public people saying this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think it comes, I I think that's where there are certain things that humans have as base motivations. I I think most people um, meeting, meeting a new person are generally, unless they've been taught otherwise, are generally not ready to condemn them straight up. There, there's, yeah. there's some, there's some teaching that goes into that. There's some, I mean, it, it's certainly true that human beings tend to hang out with other human beings that are like them. You know, uh, that's yeah. why you see, you know, neighborhoods that tend to, to attract certain races. It's just people tend to yeah. hang out with people that look like them because we're just, you yeah. know, that's just kind of the way we are. You, you don't wear a biker outfit to a cowboy bar <laughs> yes, exactly. and you don't wear, you don't wear a speedo right. to a biker bar. Right. Right. There. <laughs> Yeah, you 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 uh, you go where you fit in for sure. But but a good see, but this is where I think um, I think a good religion and a good society will ultimately, uh, for its own benefit, will ultimately teach some level of tolerance for those that are the exception to the rule. So, in other words, yes. a society that is, I mean, you know, and I suppose. I suppose if you look, I suppose if you look at some of the theocratic, there are theocratic societies all throughout the Middle East. I mean, the, you know, the where yeah. where women are not treated I well. Think and all have, but like two or three of them are, aren't they? Well, like, yeah, there's I mean, only a handful of exceptions. Israel's a democracy, and and most of you know most of the Arab nations yeah. are not, and not that they're right. all treating everybody poorly, but but there, there is to a great extent. I wouldn't want to live there. Oh, well, no, I wouldn't live there either. There, besides, <laughs> too hot too. But, but yeah. But, but if you think about it, you know, I, I suppose that the the they would they would advance much more, much more significantly. For instance, if women were full contributors, because it turns out we've right. learned. What do you know? We've learned here in the West that women have a lot to offer. Who knew? You yeah. know? But it, it, and so if you look at, at the, the ultimate benefit to society over the long term, I would predict that at some point that, you know, women become more full members of those societies for the society's own good. In other words, the weight of what works will ultimately push them in a direction. So the, just like in, in a positive direction that is beneficial for society that you could call that, that might, you might think of that as, as Darwinianism that, you know, yeah. it, that societies try to improve themselves based on what does and does not work. So I would propose that that's the case, like with a lot of these. And no, it might take thousands of years, as it has for you know we we lived under the divine right of kings in the West for you know thousands of years, and yeah. that wasn't the way to take full advantage of the benefits that every societal member could offer. And when we started to do that, we got the United States when we said, no, we're not going to have a king over here. George doesn't want to be king. Well, we'll make him president, yeah. and that'll be good enough. Then we be, we over a period of time we became the most powerful, prosperous nation in history, proving, I would say, that the sort of the religious outlook was a better religious outlook than had been previously tried. Right. Yeah, I think that that's that's the one of the harder parts to, uh, again, where I just kind of go back to we just we just always want what we what we don't have. Right. Is you were born in the wealthy neighborhood, on the nicest house on the block. 
and you grow up and you hate your parents and you wish right. you lived in the ghetto. <laughs> right. Like, you know, and, and, and by the way, for you to go to the ghetto, it means you're going to tear the house down and all the people who like the house, tough shit, like you're going to lose your house because I decided that we should live like people in the ghetto who, right. who don't, you know, do the things that are necessary to, to be successful or whatever. I decided we're going to tear the whole thing down because I'm a tantruming toddler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and isn't that why then a, the, the most successful religions are going to uh, have a honest view of humanity, of, of the human condition, yeah. you yeah. know? And a, again, I, going back to a recurring theme is one of the things that keeps Judeo Christian religious, Again, not saying that they're like they go to church every week or whatever, not night, not, not not hardcore religion. I'm just saying like people who accept those values. The 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 thing that keeps that in check is we believe we are the cause of most of our problems and our energy right. should be focused inward. Now, does that mean we're perfect with that? Absolutely not. We all <laughs> to my understanding, like acknowledge that we fail in that Absolutely, to a large part. Right. But yep. that's the guiding principle and value is I am the cause of most of my problems. My energy right. should be focused on fixing me, not they. And that's a dramatic difference. And that dramatic difference can be the difference between living in Syria right now and living yep. here right now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, I would Dave, propose the proofs in the pudding. Uh, the, you know, look at the success of the United States. I'd pro that's what yeah, I Yeah. Well, from Kenny G's perspective, either is, the trajectory, it seems to me, is – Either China's going to take over the world and communism is going to prevail. Islam's going to take over the world and it's going to prevail. The the me Gaia Gaia, however you say that, yeah. the green Gaia religion that you and I are going to have to name will prevail, right. or <laughs> traditional Judeo Christian values is going to prevail. Right. Again, they will all exist in Kenny G's time. Sure, absolutely. But, but one will emerge as as having uh, gotten through this tumultuous time we're in for sure. Yep. Yeah, better than the rest, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, hey, that's it for this week. Um, don't forget, uh, we'd love to hear your perspective. If we're describing something that you think is inaccurate, it's not quite how you see it. Your experience is different. Go to rumble.com. Check out our, our the videos are all posted there. There's a great, easy way for you to comment there in the comment section of that. By the way, you can also like and give those videos a thumbs up. You can share them. You can subscribe to the page. You can do all this stuff. You know, it's Dave and Brian against the algorithm. That's how this works. Yeah, exactly. Is, uh, the more engagement, the more people we get to talk to and the more feedback we get to and the better we can tell our story to Kenny G. That's really what the point Absolutely. of this is. So please jump in and tell us where we got it right, where we got it wrong. You can yep. do that at unsilentpodcast.com or on our Rumble channel. You can just search on there, Unsilent Podcast, and it comes right up. And uh, with that, I think that's it for this week. Let me check my notes here and make sure I didn't forget anything. Nope, that's it. So until next time, this is Dave and Brian signing off. See you next week. Do you want to be on silent? Make your voice heard on our social media channels and share where you think we got it right or wrong. Go to unsilentpodcast.com for social links so you can join the discussion. 